Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. June is Life Month, not Pride Month. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, we're taking back June because it is the month to celebrate life, not anything else. In fact, it was June 24, 2022, a historic day, Friday at 10.10 Eastern Time, that the United States Supreme Court released the Dobbs decision, and that decision is a masterful piece of legal representation from the U.S. Supreme Court overturning the 1973 Roe v. Wade abortion decision and the 1992 Planned Parenthood versus Casey abortion decision. It is a great decision, and this is the month to celebrate life. And you know, I must add that we will take back the rainbow, God's rainbow, God's rainbow that He put in the sky because He promised never to flood the earth again because He values human life, what was created in His image. And you know, that's exactly what we're talking about with regards to the sanctity of human life is individuals that are created in His image. You know, the uh, relationship between a man and a woman, husband and wife, is very unique in the Scriptures mm -hmm. uh, with respect to it has a unitive component, the two become one. It has a procreative component where those two uniting together create another human being in the very image of God, the highest created order. Right. And Ephesians also talks about marriage as a understanding, a representation, help us to kind of get a better idea of God's love for his church, uniting himself uh, in the incarnation and willing to give his life for you and I. And, you know, we, we, we celebrate this month because, as you said, last year, the Roe versus Wade and the Planned Parenthood Casey decisions were overturned at the Supreme Court. Now they go back to the state, and the fight continues in the states for life, but we celebrate that in June as Life Month. Well, we've been working for this uh, for many years, since the beginning mm -hmm. of the founding of Liberty Council in 1989. Uh, we have had as a mission to overturn the abortion decisions. And it's the issue of abortion that ultimately was very influential in me, seeing a video on abortion back in 1983 that changed my trajectory from the pastoral ministry to the legal ministry. Because yeah, you thought abortion was okay, right? Well, at that I didn't. Point. You know, if you would have asked me, I would have probably said uh, it was all right because I only listened to or watched what was on the media. You weren't educated about it. So. And I didn't realize that it was yeah. a human life that we're talking about at those early stages. And I certainly wouldn't have thought that it was abortion, you know, later in, in right. the pregnancy. But not just a blob. It was a baby. But when I saw this Assignment Life documentary, and it was a first trimester suction tube abortion, and then, of course, they have to reassemble the body parts to make sure they got everything after they mm -hmm. take the body parts out of that machine. 
and they put them on the table, and then, oh my goodness, it hits you like a ton of bricks. And that's the key, Matt, is education. I mean, and that's what the church needs. The pulpit, they need to be talking about this to educate people and what this is really about. That's right. And so when I saw that, that's when I uh, threw myself into learning more. Went down to the local Right to Life organization in Lexington, Kentucky, got all the literature that they had, most of which was on that video that I saw, the documentary, and then went to the University of Kentucky Law Library to read Roe versus Wade, the very first legal case I ever read in my life. And that's what started that whole trajectory uh, into the area of law. And that's when I began to realize, although as a pastor, my faith wasn't integrated into, mm-hmm. you know, all life. I knew a lot about the Bible. But I realized that, you know, there's this intersection between faith and law and policy, and our faith must speak to the issues of law and policy. Getting involved in the pro-life movement, you obviously are naturally involved with other Christians and other people of faith, but you're also involved with legislation and legal issues as well, so it brings them all together. Then we started Liberty Council in 1989, and one of the goals was to overturn Roe versus Wade. And for that time until 2022, there were, you know, setbacks, there were disappointments, there were bad decisions that happened. For example, in 2000, remember the partial birth abortion case? Mm -hmm. Uh, That went up to the United States Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court struck it down by a 5-4 decision, struck it down. And then the same law went back up to the United States Supreme Court, another partial birth abortion decision went up to the United States Supreme Court, where it banned that brutal partial birth abortion procedure. The Supreme Court already struck down a virtually identical law in 2000. Now it's back in 2007, and it was upheld by a single vote. And the amazing thing was this. This just goes to show you never, ever give up. Mm. This was during George W. Bush's term. And George W. Bush, he nominated Harriet Myers. We opposed Harriet Myers because she was not along the lines of uh, Scalia or Thomas. For Supreme Court justice. For Supreme Court justice. You know, we got a lot of heat. We lost donors because we said, you know, you just need to trust the president. Well, you know, we trust, and but have, we have to verify. And right. she didn't have a good track record. And then we took a lot of heat. For two weeks, we took heat. Finally, the tides turned when it was revealed that she said one of her heroes was Ruth Bader Ginsburg and she had to withdraw her name, he then nominated another person, and that person is Samuel Alito. Very good. Samuel Alito. (laughs) And you know what Samuel Alito's first major decision was? It was in 2007 when the Supreme Court had continually kicked the can down the road on the partial birth abortion decision, and they had not voted as to whether to take it. Mm -hmm. So they conferenced it, conferenced it again, conferenced it again. They were waiting for who was going to be filling that vacant seat. Samuel Alito filled the seat. His very first week, at the very end of that week, the Chief Justice uh, put that on the table to vote on, and by the time it got to Samuel Alito, it was a uh, 4-4 split, and he voted to take it. But the bigger issue is this. When it got to the, um, actually, uh, when it got to the actual decision itself, after the oral argument, uh, but he voted to take it, 
in January, I believe it was, of 2007. Then they had the argument. Then there was the vote. And by the time it got to him, it was a 4-4 split. Mm. He was the junior justice, and he was the one who determined that fifth vote. Wow. And then, of course, praise God, President Trump nominated three very constitutionalist, pro-life justices, which were part of overturning. That's right. And guess who wrote the opinion? Samuel Samuel Alito. Alito. (laughs) So you go back to that fight back then, fighting for principle. George W. Bush says he's going to appoint people like in the judicial philosophy of Scalia and Thomas. Mm -hmm. Well, Myers wasn't, so we opposed him, got heat. Then he appointed Alito. Alito gets on the court. They take the partial birth abortion case. Then Alito becomes the tie-breaking vote to uphold the law that bans partial birth abortion, which the Supreme Court just struck down Mm -hmm. seven years before, in 2000. Then Alito now becomes the person who writes this Dobbs decision. And he cites in the decision our amicus brief that we filed. So June is the month to celebrate life because this is a historic moment. June 24, 2022, I remember exactly where I was. It was 10.10 Eastern time, 10 minutes after 10. They released the Dobbs decision. And it was amazing to see that Roe versus Wade, Planned Parenthood versus Casey's overturned. And it's a masterfully written opinion. I was madly writing a press release at those moments. (laughs) That's right. And so as a result of that, obviously, as you mentioned, the the battle goes to the states. We've been Mm -hmm. very involved in filing amicus briefs all over the country in multiple states. And already there's a report out from June to December of 2022, there's 5,300 less abortions per month. It's amazing. In other words, there's 5,300 lives that have not been terminated by abortion every single month since the Dobbs decision. So, you know, instead of saying it's Pride Month, we should say we are proud to stand for the sanctity of human life. This is Life Month. This is June, and this is Life Month. So celebrate life uh, this month. And not only celebrate life, but resolve also, as this battle has intensified on the states, to pray, to support, and to get involved in defending and advancing the sanctity of human life. We have a historic moment and celebrate life and fight for the sanctity of human life. For more information, visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash life. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. The website again, lc.org.